It's the Bennetts. Hello, Madam Vice President. Hello, Senator Bennett. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You know, we listen to the experts, right? We uh, certainly follow uh, follow the science and listen to the experts. Can this be amended rather than gotten rid of? Uh, yes, you can amend it and mm -hmm. focus on certain kinds of um, speech misinformation, disinformation. And all you're saying is, we know people are going to put stuff on your alleged town square, right. which has become really a communications company. And they showed me an x-ray. He said a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in the lung, and we can probably get it out, maybe able to get it, and save the life. A 9mm bullet blows the lung out of the body. So the idea of these high-caliber weapons is that there's simply no rational basis for it in terms of about self-protection, hunting. I mean, I just, I remember, the Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. It is January 4th, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the, all my links. It has all of his socials. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Mm. Still, I'm in touch with the universe again. I'm sorry. Okay, I've just been downloaded with a ton of stuff. Uh, first of all, I'm sure many people watched the Buffalo Bills game last night and what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Um, I think it's interesting. People who watch this show um, probably thought exactly what we thought, and that is that the sudden cardiac arrest is a result of the vaccine. Now, we haven't, we don't know, we're not doctors, we have not been in the hospital room. But is what is shocking is that, um, you know, the vaccine is the elephant in the room. Um, and this fits the pattern. And none of the mainstream media is talking about this. And there, when you read an article where somebody says something about this, uh, and it's from a liberal newspaper uh, or media platform, they immediately call people anti-vaxxers. Um, so I'm just going to read a couple of things here, Stu. Uh, Peter, Mc Peter McCullough, as everyone knows, well, I don't know whether everyone knows this, but he's one of the world's leading cardiologists. Um, he's the chief scientific officer of the wellness company, which we have reported on, which is a, a media group that was formed to tell the truth about things, regardless of what the Fauciites um, and the cabal in the pharmaceutical industry says. He said, I watched the play live, both as a fan and a cardiologist, and I saw blunt neck and chest trauma, a brief recovery after the tackle, and then a classic cardiac arrest. I have communicated to one of the most experienced trainers in the world, and we agree that it was a cardiac arrest in the, se in the setting of a big surge of adrenaline. If DeMar Hamlin indeed took one of the COVID-19 vaccines, then subclinical vaccine-induced myocarditis must be considered in the differential diagnosis. Of course, why wouldn't it be considered? Um, another gentleman with the Wellness Institute said this. His name is Paul Alex Alexander. He's a, a scholar. He's written about vaccines. He wrote... Um, on his substack, 
from an on-field car- cardiac arrest with exertion is consistently following COVID gene injection vaccine administration in similarly young athletes. We await more information, yet until I see otherwise, this was vaccine. Was was this a rhythm disturbance due to silent myocarditis, parens, that his heart was damaged and not functionally optimally prior to the shot, and the parens, that the body shot made worse and caused the cardiac arrest? A 24-year-old strong fit athlete like this does not suffer cardiac arrest like this. This was not due to the hit. In my opinion, and I base this on the landscape that has accumulated since February 21, no matter how many times you look at this tape, if he took COVID gene mRNA slash DNA injection vaccine and near 100% he did, paren the NFL league mandated it, end of paren, then this is likely a result of the COVID gene injection. Again, Stu, we reported on this so many times, but so many uh, strong, young, healthy, healthy athletes are dropping dead. This has been happening, especially in the soccer world. Uh, it's, uh, it's almost a sudden death every day of some major star. Um, and, you know, the media just doesn't report this. And you know, this is a crisis, and this is something the government mandated that everybody have. It's one biggest human rights, uh, one of the biggest human rights scandal this country has ever seen. I know you have something to say about this, too. If it's not vaccine related, it's most likely something called homito cortis, which is essentially Latin for the disruption of the heart, which can only like occur at like one specific millisecond of the typical heart cycle beat. And so that's where you get hit in the chest and at that very specific like millisecond and it starts like this lethal disruption of the heart rhythm. I'm not an expert on the NFL uniforms. I know a lot of these guys wear protective gear uh, nowadays that is a lot sleeker than it used to be back in the day where it was these big bulky pads the technology is improved they can it looks sleeker than it used to so i don't know what level of protection he had on when it comes to like around his chest shoulders all that good stuff um but that is what is a possibility but it's also like super 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 incredibly rare and so when we look at the statistics and i think one of the things that Peter McAuliffe actually said in his discussion on this, since the COVID-19 vax mandate, um, 1,598 athlete cardiac arrest in one year, 69% were fatal compared to 29 in one year prior to injections of those 29, they had known heart problems, only a difference of 1,569, but who's counting? The evidence is just right in front of you. Um, and to discount that this uh, was the was likely the cause is is just again criminal that people do not that there's a cabal out there that that wants to suppress this knowledge. When I was in college, we did have a athlete across the hall and who was on the soccer team have essentially one of these acute heart deaths. But you know that was something that 
does happen, but is an, an incredibly rare thing. But, you know, well, we, we just saw another former NFL player, uh, Uche Nwaneri, who played for the Jags, who was a guard, who is suddenly dead at age 38 of acute heart failure. And, you know, it's sad that this has happened to DeMar Hamlin, who's 24 years old. He's has a salary of $825,000, which is a good chunk of change, but he isn't a star by any stretch of the imagination. He's as nice of a kid as he, anyone can be. Uh, his mom had him when she was 16. The mom and his entire family comes to every game. He's done all these fundraisers. So the first year he's in the league, he has set up this Christmas toy fundraiser. And so each year it gets bigger and bigger and he gives more toys to the community. And, you know, he's always been giving back. And uh, we'll play some clips of that. What's up? It's DeMar Hamlin. Back at the hometown, back at the crib. Third annual toy drive, man. We're doing it for the kids. Having a good time, man. So let's get back to it. had our prayer our, our db prayer we do every wednesday mm. outside he was next to me and i just grabbed his hand a little bit harder just because you know you never know when like the last day could be that you getting a experience something like this you know so i'm just i'm cherishing it every moment i can uh, i mean the only thing i could think of saying right now is I'm, I'm big on family like i'm big on my family unit um like my mom my dad my little brother like that's pretty much my whole world um outside of any other thing going on, my life revolves around them. Like, I, I don't really do too much without my mom and dad's opinion. Um, whether I take it or whether I don't, you know, but I sometimes I just want to hear it, you know. Um, it's just how I was raised, and I, that's just something I'm, I'm big on. So I'll say family. I love it. I wanna... What the media is saying is that he is in a stable but critical condition still. And so what I'm worried is that they have him in the hospital on probably a ton of intravenous blood thinners trying to get rid of probably a ton of clots that are in his body. Right. And um, that's what um, a lot of these wellness doctors say. In Japan, two studies have come out. One is, um, it's right on point to this, is this uh, Professor Masataka um uh, He's at the uh, Hiroshima U. But anyway, he says that, and this is interesting, I never heard this before, but he said that in autopsies, the vaccinated have a very high body temperature, much higher, I mean, by m multiple degrees than people who aren't vaccinated. And he said it's because of abnormalities in the immune system and it causes inflammation. So the inflammation heats up the, the body. Myocarditis is inflammation. There's another Japanese uh, doctor, uh, Sigistio Sano, he's a dermatologist. And he said that what he has experienced is a lot of spike proteins in the skin lesions in, in 
in the thesis. And he says, this is uh, suppressing the immune system, causing, guess what? Blood clots, um, and which, you know, again, also induces inflammation. Um, interesting enough, Stu, Japan has one of the highest vaccine rates in the world. They were very rigorous about mask wearing. And um, they had very, very few deaths before the vaccines. And they have deaths have spiked since the vaccines. And they have one of the highest death rates in the world. All right, Stu. Um, I will say this, Stu, while we're on this subject, when you said things about the guy across the hall from you in college, he probably already had a heart defect that nobody knew about. One in four people has a heart defect of some kind. It could be massive. It could be something like a small hole in your heart that you might outgrow by the time you're eight years old. But when I was in college, there was a guy who had graduated uh, from Virginia in my fraternity. He ran a marathon and he dropped dead at the finish line. Um, And they subsequently found out that, you know, he had had this heart defect likely his whole life. And it was just, you know, the exertion at that time that that did him in. All right, Stu, um, speaking of exertion, uh, I don't know how many people follow the UFC. I don't really follow it. I know Stu does, but Dana White uh, is on video slapping his wife. Um, And I must say, um, he's handled it like a man. I watched a, a video. He says there's never, ever, ever an excuse for what he did for a man to hit a woman. Um, and um, he didn't make any excuses. He said it was wrong. He was concerned about his kids. Um, but anyway, I thought it was interesting. But he did have he handled it well, I thought, Stu. Uh, as we uh, it is about 530 p.m. the night before this video is shown. And uh, as of now, there have been four ballots um, trying to collect this elect a speaker of the house and so far no one has won uh i don't know where it's going uh, i don't know whether this means kevin mccarthy's in trouble i know there's a movement for jim jordan to be the speaker so um anyway um one of the things the republicans did is they immediately removed the metal detectors at the house of representatives there's a teacher in washington state his name is eric dodge He wore a MAGA hat on one of the extracurricular activities. Uh, The principal of the school called him a racist and a a homophobe and insisted that he take the hat off. Um, He went to court. He has won. This is Ninth Circuit, the federal court, which was really liberal at one time. But uh, President Trump appointed enough justices that they seem to have a little bit of common sense. They said being offended is uh, um, does not trump free speech, and of course that only makes sense because anybody can say they're they're uh, offended, and of course if you are uh, offended at something, tough shit. I just have one last story for today, and it comes out of Ohio. Really horrifying to see. I'm surprised it's not. A national story because it's just as heartbreaking as it can be. So in Upper Sandusky, there was a 22-year-old girl recently married. She worked at the Dollar Tree as a cashier. 
And so this guy, Bethel Bekele, just walks into the store with a machete and butchers her as she's working behind the cashier. And she was recently married. So all of the pictures they have of her are either her in her wedding dress or her right after she got engaged and just had her entire life ahead of her. And this guy just destroys it. And we don't know too much about this guy yet, but I imagine it's going to be had a criminal rap sheet had been, you know, released by some lenient judge or some Soros DA. And it's going to just be the same story just in another place. Is and it's Kenyan? What I have no idea what his nation of origin is or his ethnic identity is. Um, you know, he, he's just a very strange looking person. And, you know, like most serial killers, just kind of has like lifeless eyes. I mean, he's just I an wouldn't be surprised if somehow he walked across the border and there's been no check on him on his criminal record or anything. Wouldn't be surprised. Dude. I mean, that last name, I, I just did a quick Google search. Uh, Bekele does look like it might be an Ethiopian last name uh, because it is going to come from the Oromo language, which is an Afro-Asiatic language typical of Ethiopia. But but just in, just well, just like, so it also tells me I, that he could be in his, in Islamic extremism because in the Sudan and parts of Ethiopia, you know, they've been at war for years where the Muslims are are basically macheteing Christians. So we'll see. But if the media is not reporting on it, these are the reasons why. It's very interesting that you said that because in a lot of what I've read about her, she was very vocal about her Christian faith. So, uh, yeah, again, you met, you just put a Bogart. How do I know these? Oh, oh, that's because I downloaded all this information from the universe before we started. I kind of forget I have the ability to do that, and no one else on earth does. It, but it, it as of right I'm now, kind of like Bewitched. You remember that TV show? The, from Nick at Night, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I have these powers. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't often exhibit them because you know I'm not a bragger. But um, uh, right now it's being reported as random. But you you may have figured something out before the police did. So, yeah. Yes, but that's, indeed, Stu. But that's really all I had for today. Well, that's enough, Stu. I think we covered the news. I, I had more to talk about, but you know we'll keep it short. We got other news to talk about tomorrow i mean there's always things to talk about like the coincidence of joe biden being in the virgin islands then all of a sudden the da gets uh fired and then all of a sudden uh it looks like the united states is now giving a ton of money to the virgin islands but we just don't have time for every story in the world Ooh, Stu, you're right on the money there bud mm. um again you got the football player. Nothing like this has ever happened. Um, now we know that they have the vaccine. We know about the myocarditis. It happens. So what conclusion do you draw? The uh, attorney general, George, in the Virgin Islands, filed suit against J.P. Morgan. 
to uncover the uh, what she says are uh, basically crookedness going on in Jeffrey Epstein's account and J.P. Morgan hiding the information. Um, but yet Joe Biden goes to the Virgin Islands right about that time. And all of a sudden she's fired. Again, it's like the vaccine and Damar Hamlin. It's kind of like Joe Biden, the Virgin Islands, the Epstein story. What else can you conclude? I mean, how many times has he been to the Virgin Islands? How many times have we given this much money to him? All of a sudden we do. Hello, people. Joe Biden has many, many friends who participated with Jeffrey Epstein in his debauchery of underage girls. That's what this means. And until they show substantial proof that that's not the case, that's what you have to believe from this set of circumstances. That's called deductive reasoning. Yeah, it's 100% out of 1984 where, you know, Winston is going through old documents and he sees something that kind of goes against what was now the perceived storyline. And he has to just put it down the memory hole, even though he's holding evidence of essentially what was once the truth, which would bring the whole thing down. And so it's just keep your blinders on and don't pay attention and just let things just go down the memory hole. And all over our culture, the elephant in the room on so many issues is the truth. And it's right there. But the powers that be, uh, the media, the um, swamp culture aligned with the Hollywood culture tells you that what you know is true is not true. But yet we've told this narrative over and over and over that some people do not see the elephant in the room. Folks, it's right there. It's stinking up the house. Pay attention to your common sense and not what they tell you to think. Stu, there's no nobility of the soul like there used to be, like some of us, I think, still adhere to. Um, You always want to, it's like gravity. You want to be pulled up or, or pulled along with the truth. And a lot of the swamp culture, they don't even know what that is. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!